Good morning, and welcome to Simply Space. It's Tuesday, February 27th. On today's show, a luxury capsule is set to fly passengers to space starting in 2025, and the Webb Telescope finds evidence for a neutron star at the heart of a young supernova remnant. Plus, the Rwanda Space Agency and PULSA strengthen their partnership ties. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Space. We start off with a look at the burgeoning field of space tourism, which is heating up with companies like Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin making headlines. But there's a new player in the game, Space Perspective, which plans to send tourists to the edge of the Earth's upper atmosphere in a capsule propelled by a high-altitude balloon. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Space. So Michael, how does Space Perspective's approach differ from its competitors? Well, David, unlike Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin, Space Perspective passengers won't experience G-force, zero gravity, or rocket propulsion. The company's capsule reaches a lower altitude than its competitors, but it offers a unique perspective of Earth. The founder and CEO, Jane Pointer, says their mission is to change the way people access space and to affect how we view and connect with our planet. Interesting. Can you tell us more about the voyage itself? How long does it last and what can passengers expect to see? Certainly. Passengers arrive at the Kennedy Space Center in Florida, have a safety briefing and a walkthrough of the facilities, and then prepare for a six-hour space flight. The capsule ascends at nighttime, allowing passengers to experience the blackness of space before the sun rises, revealing the curvature of the Earth and the thin blue line of the atmosphere. This is a much longer experience compared to Virgin Galactic's 90-minute to two-hour flight and Blue Origin's 11-minute journey. And what about the cost? How does Space Perspective compare to Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin in terms of ticket price? To secure a place on a Space Perspective flight, you'll need to make a refundable $1,000 deposit, with the total price being $125,000 per passenger. In comparison, tickets for a seat on Virgin Galactic cost $450,000, and a seat on a suborbital Blue Origin flight is predicted to cost between $300,000 and $400,000. So, space perspective is a more cost-effective way to reach the edge of the Earth's atmosphere. What about the cabin experience? What can passengers expect during their journey? Space perspective offers a unique cabin experience. The capsule, named Neptune, accommodates eight passengers and a pilot. The cabin, referred to as a space lounge, is 16 feet in diameter and allows passengers to move around. It features a fully stocked bar, an onboard culinary experience, music, high-speed Wi-Fi, and video cameras filming the entire voyage. There's even a restroom with a view. Neither Virgin Galactic nor Blue Origin's cabins offer such amenities. What about the feeling of weightlessness? Is that something passengers can expect on a space perspective flight? No, because there is no freefall, passengers will experience gravity throughout their space perspective flight. Both Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin offer a few minutes of zero gravity. And how does Space Perspective fare in terms of energy efficiency and safety? Space Perspective claims to operate at near zero emissions as it doesn't require any rocket fuel, relying instead on a hydrogen-fueled balloon. However, 
The balloon can only be used once and is recycled after each flight. As for safety, the company says that the core technology has been safely flown to over 100,000 feet more than a thousand times and is inherently safe. The balloon cannot pop, and in the unlikely event there is a hole in the balloon envelope, it simply descends very slowly and floats down to a safe landing. What happens when the capsule lands? Space Perspective describes its landing as a gentle ocean splashdown. The capsule is then quickly lifted out of the sea and placed on the ship's deck, where passengers disembark and celebrate their return. And finally, when can we expect to see the first Space Perspective flight? Space Perspective hopes to conduct test flights in the next couple of months, with plans to send its first paying customers into space by the beginning of 2025. However, this timeline depends on the outcome of the test flights. That was Simply Space reporter Michael giving us something to watch. Speaking of things to watch, NASA's James Webb Space Telescope has made a significant discovery, finding the best evidence yet for a mission from a neutron star at the site of a recently observed supernova, known as SN1987A. This is the first time that the effects of high-energy emission from the probable young neutron star have been detected. Here to delve into this further is our correspondent, James. Can you explain the significance of this discovery? Absolutely, David. This discovery is significant because it provides the first direct evidence of a neutron star in the aftermath of a supernova explosion. SN1987A was a core-collapse supernova, meaning the compacted remains at its core formed either a neutron star or a black hole. While indirect evidence for the presence of a neutron star has previously been found, this is the first time that the effects of high-energy emission from the probable young neutron star have been detected. Can you tell us more about the supernova SN1987A? Certainly. The supernova SN1987A occurred 160,000 light-years from Earth in the Large Magellanic Cloud. It was first observed on Earth in February 1987, and its brightness peaked in May of that year. It was the first supernova that could be seen with the naked eye since Kepler's supernova was observed in 1604. About two hours prior to the first visible light observation of SN1987A, three observatories around the world detected a burst of neutrinos lasting only a few seconds. These two different types of observations were linked to the same supernova event, providing important evidence to inform the theory of how core collapse supernovae take place. And how did the James Webb Space Telescope contribute to this discovery? The James Webb Space Telescope began science observations in July 2022, and the observations behind this work were taken on July 16th, making the SN1987A remnant one of the first objects observed by Webb. The team used the medium-resolution spectrograph mode of Webb's mid-infrared instrument, which members of the same team helped to develop. This instrument is able to image an object and take a spectrum of it at the same time, allowing observers to see spectroscopic differences across the object. Analysis of the Doppler shift of each spectrum also permits the evaluation of the velocity at each position. What did the spectral analysis reveal? The spectral analysis showed a strong signal due to ionized argon from the center of the ejected material that surrounds the original site of SN1987A. Subsequent observations found even more heavily ionized chemical elements, particularly five times ionized argon. 
Such ions require highly energetic photons to form, and those photons have to come from somewhere. The team concluded that there had to be a source of high-energy radiation in the center of the SN1987A remnant, and the most likely source is a newly born neutron star. What are the next steps in this research? More observations are planned this year, with web and ground-based telescopes. The research team hopes ongoing study will provide more clarity about exactly what is happening in the heart of the SN1987A remnant. These observations will hopefully stimulate the development of more detailed models, ultimately enabling astronomers to better understand not just SN1987A, but all core collapse supernovae. That's certainly something to look forward to. Thanks for the update, James. In other space news, the Rwanda Space Agency, or RSA, and the Polish Space Agency, known as POLSA, have signed a Memorandum of Understanding to advance partnership opportunities in space technology. This marks a significant milestone in the bilateral collaboration between Rwanda and Poland. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about this Memorandum of Understanding? Certainly. This Memorandum of Understanding aims to leverage the robust Polish space ecosystem to develop collaboration on activities of mutual interest. It solidifies the commitment of both nations to harness space capabilities in support of their development agendas. It also fosters interagency cooperation between industries and academia to advance capabilities in space technologies, facilitate knowledge transfer, and promote tailored research and development initiatives. What does this mean for Rwanda's space sector? Call of Francis Ngabo, head of the Rwanda Space Agency, has stated that Rwanda is dedicated to leveraging space technology capabilities to support the sustainable development of priority sectors within Rwanda. This collaboration with the Polish space ecosystem through Polsa opens up unique avenues for joint initiatives and knowledge exchange to boost the growth of Rwanda's emerging space sector. And how does the Polish Space Agency view this partnership? Professor Grzegorz Wrochna, president of Polsa, has echoed the sentiment of collaboration. He stated that this partnership underscores the urgency of addressing pressing challenges through collaborative and innovative approaches. By synergizing their efforts, they aim to make significant strides in the application of space technologies and contribute to the well-being of their populations. What is the mission of the Rwanda Space Agency? The Rwanda Space Agency's mission is to develop Rwanda's space sector towards social economic development. The Space Agency actively formulates and implements comprehensive space policies and strategies with the overarching goal of fostering an environment conducive to maximizing the potential of space capabilities to achieve both national and global goals. Thanks for that update, Abby. Speaking of significant developments in space technology, India is set to make a major leap in space exploration with the announcement of the four astronauts who will embark on the Indian Space Research Organization's IRO Gaganyaan mission, marking the first crewed Indian space mission. The announcement was made by Prime Minister Narendra Modi during his visit to the Vikram Sarabhai Space Center in Kerala. Bella, a correspondent for Simply Space, is here to discuss this further. Bella, can you tell us more about these astronauts and their training? Certainly, David. The astronauts selected for the Gaganyaan mission are Prashanth Balakrishnan Nair, Group Captain Angad Prathap, Ajit Krishnan, and Shubanshu Shukla. 
All of them are either wing commanders or group captains in the Indian Air Force and have extensive experience as test pilots. They have been undergoing training at ISRO's astronaut training facility in Bengaluru. And I understand that they also received training in Russia. Yes, that's correct. In June 2019, ISRO and Glav Cosmos, a subsidiary of the Russian space agency Roscosmos, signed a memorandum of understanding for the training of these four astronauts. They spent over a year, from February 2020 to March 2021, training at Russia's Yuri Gagarin Cosmonaut Training Center. What about the collaboration with NASA? NASA has also announced plans to train an Indian astronaut for a mission to the International Space Station by the end of 2024. The selection for this mission will most likely be from among the four astronauts preparing for the Gaganyaan mission. What can you tell us about the Gaganyaan mission itself? The Gaganyaan mission is a significant step for India's space program. It aims to demonstrate India's human spaceflight capability by launching astronauts to an orbit 400 kilometers above the Earth for a three-day mission. After that, they will be brought back to Earth safely with a landing in Indian sea waters. That's certainly a significant milestone for India. Thanks for that report, Bella. And on that note, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Space. We'll see you back here tomorrow.